Hey everybody, this is your old friend John DeLuna with another fabulous, fabulous minicast joining me for the second week in a row. Two weeks in a row. The great and all-powerful Brian Kilby. Brian, how are you, sir? Oh, not bad. It's uh, We're recording this on Monday, and it sure is a Monday. Sure is, buddy. Sure is the close of a Monday. And I can't think of a better way to finish it off with some Transformers video game talk. As we all know, Transformers Devastation is nigh upon us. I think it's going to come out uh, 1st of October, October 8th, something like that, being released for everything under creation. So Microsoft Windows, PS3 and 4, Xbox 360 and 1. Are you excited? Have you pre-ordered this? What, what, what's your feeling right now on Transformers Devastation? I, um, I have pre-ordered it. And uh, I, I just want to point out that uh, I made a noise, and that was my uh, Xbox 360 Mad Cats fight um, controller that I just knocked over. Because, yeah. So, uh, Devastation, yeah, I pre-ordered it. Yeah, Where, for what console? 360? Uh, yeah, I haven't gotten the uh, the one yet, or a PS4. I'm leaning toward uh, leaning towards the PS4. If I... Uh, if I go um, next gen or mm-hmm. future gen or whatever the heck it's called, but mm-hmm. um, uh, I'll probably get an Xbox One because I can get it at the employee price. Oh, really? So, yeah. Ooh, okay, very nice. And uh, it's already cheaper than a PS4, so on top of that, that's pretty sweet. Not going to lie. I have a PS4 only because <laughs> they finally came out with a game that I had to have. Pretty close to release to be kind of a part of the zeitgeist is uh, Arkham Knight. So, and I haven't played it yet. I'm still stuck on MKX, but it I is what it is. I normally get stuff on the uh, PC since I'm more of a PC gamer. Mm-hmm. But uh, Arkham Knight, yeah, uh, the PC version of that's not really something we want to talk about right now. Uh, Warner Brothers certainly doesn't want to talk about it either. But uh, but what I do want to talk about is uh, Transformers Devastation. I had an interesting conversation with our old friend uh, Liquid Velcro at BotCon, and he and I were kind of talking about this, and uh, he and I may have a a discussion down the road on this uh, same topic or a similar topic, actually, because we really got into it as far as Transformers video games, and Brian, I know you're a gamer. As far as, like, Devastation goes, you know, it strikes me as one of those games that would have been amazing, like, two or three years ago. Yeah, but it seems now that it's caught one. It's caught in the weird kind of like transition between generations. So it's kind of one of those kind of weird games that's in limbo. Two, I would actually, I would actually say this isn't the transition we, we've transitioned. Yeah, that's probably true. You and I dragged our feet. Yeah, we 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 are the outliers. Yeah, we're we're just uh, I don't know crotchety old men hanging on to our three sixties and threes. But um, but Transformers Devastation is one of those games that I think I'm going to guess like the step down between. The Xbox One and the PS4, like in, as far as like graphic quality, the step down in the conversion isn't going to be like massive. Um, some of the effects and things like that may be like cut out, but like as far as like the overall presentation, I think you know it'll be okay. I think like a few years ago it would have looked amazing, but what I was going to say is like things like uh, the little touches, like the cell shading and the shadows and things like that. When I first saw screenshots, I thought those things were going to be like rendered in real time and like dynamic, and they're not. They're like they're not. What? No, they're kind of like part of the like a lot of that. A lot of that detailing and the shadowing is more or less like a skin. It's like it's like a texture. Yes. What? Yeah. It's a, it's like um, 
It's not even quite like, I was going to say like Jet Grind Radio or something like that, although the styling does remind me of that for sure. Um, yeah, a lot of it is like pre-rendered and kind of static, so that's oh. kind of a bummer. Yeah, okay. It is what it is. But, uh, you know, talking genres, so this is a Platinum Games release, and it's kind of like, um, what would you call this? Like a beat-em-up? Like an arena beat-em-up? I mean, how would you describe this? I mean, everything I've seen <clears throat> makes it look like uh, uh, just a beat-em-up, a free-roaming, maybe not even free-roaming. It's probably on a rail or something. And um, 3D beat-em-ups really don't do much for me. Is this, uh, well, that said, is this something that you think the property can translate to? I mean, how do you think, what do you think of a Transformers beat-em-up? Ah, man, I, I guess I'm just going to go out, go out, go out on a limb and mention, um, you know, we live in a post-war and fall of Cybertron world. And not that those were the best games ever, but for a Transformers game, they were pretty darn great. This really looks kind of like a step down. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Well, it's certainly not like, I'm not going to expect the same like narrative quality for sure out of yeah. this the, it'll translate okay i guess mm-hmm. i mean if you think about the transformers uh, as far as um the fiction goes i've never really i can't really think of a story where optimus prime and bumblebee walked through the city beating up decepticons uh <laughs> to come to uh like a, a boss fight or something like that mm-hmm. um so usually there was some sort of narrative structure tying whatever action was on screen together yeah, I, 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 I don't know. It certainly seems like a game where it's going to be – it's all on the fighting engine, basically. It's like, how good is this game? It all depends on the engine because there's not much else after after that. What do you think about the the draw at this stage of a G1 game with Cullen, with Welker? Even Berger isn't on this. Uh, he managed to wedge this into his schedule. Um, wh- I mean, at this point, does that – does that do anything to, for you, or do you think you and I are again outliers? We're like jaded because we've been in this thing for like twenty years straight at this point. No, when I first saw it, I was super excited. Yeah, uh, I was super excited because I thought, oh my gosh, it's going to be a real Transformers game with uh, real meaning a, the game, not the not the universe or the characters. A real Transformers game with G one. Uh, characters, no idea. I don't really even care so much about the the voice actors because honestly, um, I, I just don't. It's just one of those things where I think you could easily it could easily be any kind of game. It just happens to have Transformers in it, and it would be really nice to get like the definitive Transformers game with what I still consider pretty much the definitive Transformers cast. Mm-hmm. Even though I like Beast Wars better, you know, ultimately. Uh, to me, you know, G1 is, like, definitively Transformers, so it would be nice to get, like, you know, what I would consider, like, a game that's, like, quintessentially Transformers. And I Really, this, to me, might as well be Streets of Rage, where you can, like, you know, just transform or something. It's not really that. But, man, man, I, re- I really sound like I hate this thing. And I really don't. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just worried. Yeah, I, well, I think, I think we got to keep uh, expectations in check, right? So, let's... Take a trip down memory lane and let's put this game in context. Maybe that will help it or hurt it, I don't know, in our expectations. So, Brian, way back oh, yeah. in uh, 1985, the Transformers was released uh, on Commodore 64. By, it was written by Denton Designs, released by Ocean. Oh, Ocean. The memories. <laughs> I don't know if I ever... The Transformers. Do you remember which one this was? This wasn't. The, the following year, we had the battle to save the Earth. 
the Transformers. I don't know if I remember the like the original 1984 game on the 64. It, so was it you that gave me a copy of this? Uh, if it was me, you, well then yes, then it actually is the game that I, uh, it's. Is it the one with Rodimus on the uh, cover art? That kind of. Uh, I think I, so, maybe. I, I don't remember. I, I don't it's know. it's uh it's it's in a folder somewhere with other Transformers stuff. Uh, I've I've played it in emulators years ago, mm-hmm. but it's not really. I, I've spent more time with the NES games uh, or the NES game and the disc drive game than uh, this. Yes, this is one of those things that it's like oh it's a C sixty four game. Uh, that's cool. Pretty much. That's, yeah. that's kind of where it stops. Uh, actually, the following year, though, they had uh, two games released in the same year. One, Transformers The Battle to Save the Earth. Again, another Commodore 64 game. And then the infamous Mystery of Convoy, which is quite an experience. I would recommend people experience that on an emulator at some point in your life. I, I own a physical copy of it, and I've played it on um, – I've played my physical copy, and I've, I've validated that, that it works. And uh, I've I've spent quite a bit of time with this game, and it's one of the worst games ever. Which warrants it being played, I would say. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's frustrating, but after you get frustrated with it for a few minutes, it's just it's just hilarious how bad it is. Oh, so good, uh, so good. So the following year, nineteen eighty seven, they were on a roll. <clears throat> they came out with Transformers: The Headmasters. That was a Japan exclusive, just like mm-hmm. Mystery of Convoy, and then. We had um, a drought, I would say, up until 2003. So from 1987 to 2003, you know, we were finding ourselves uh, again. Uh, no, don't forget, uh, don't forget, like, Beast Wars. Well, that's true. Uh, I'm sticking with maybe, like, um, your G1-tastic kind okay, of okay. theme okay. Transformers uh, games. Although, we will say, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, mention the Beast Wars fighting game. Fighting got, games. Yeah, I mean, we got we got uh, a few good games out of that. Yeah, uh, out of Beast Wars. I think so. Um, well, a good-ish game. Uh, no, the fighting the game, game or the other one? Game Boy Color. <laughs> okay, the Game Boy Color. I liked that one. I did too. I, I, I really did. Uh, but then, of course, you have the uh, one that came out on the PC and the PlayStation, which is kind of crap. Uh, yeah. Then uh, Metals, which was the uh, fighting game. Yeah. Also not great. Not great. Not great. Um, so, so 2003 brought us the Transformers for PlayStation 2. This was a Japan exclusive. Oh, jeez, Louise. Yeah, this is the one that sent BotCon into a fever. And then when we found out, this is the one that, so I, I would say, if you look at the trailer, the trailer is basically like, oh, it's Transformers the movie, the game. And um, so not. It is so not. It is so not good. Let me tell you that. So I think the um, it's it's kind of like a free roaming beat em, beat em up, so to speak. Not not like f- completely free roaming, but more or less. I mean, it, it effectively is. The thing I remember most about playing the game is all of the invisible walls that you had. Oh, you've gone too far. You're gonna have to turn around. Oh, you've gone too far. You're gonna have to turn around. Oh, you've gone too far. You've got to turn around. I don't remember actually doing anything in that game other than being told that I had to turn around. Uh, that's about right. And uh, this is also one where. Um, I don't know, I guess you would say the cannon fodder or Seekers. Um, so many Seekers. You'll be dreaming of Seekers for, like, weeks if you play this game. I, uh, I I modified my PlayStation 2 so that I could play this game. What a regret that was. Really? You modded it? Yeah. Nice. Uh, I respect that. Um, uh, let's see here. Next, we have Transformers G1 Awakening. That's a 2008 uh, mobile hey, game. Before, before people yell, again, uh, Armada was good. 
except for that guy oh, over yes. there who thought it thought it wasn't. But we're not talking about that. I like Dermati. You know, I, when I was playing it, um, I think last year I kind of dug it out, um, the disc and my old uh, console. So I actually played it just like, you know, like turning back the clock. I did enjoy it. Um, sometimes when I go back and revisit old games, the controls are of their time. And they feel kind of wonky. Oh, it's dated. It's dated as heck. Yes, it is. And the controls are one of those things where, like, the graphics actually hold up like fairly well. If you if you like, just remember like, oh, like this is a game like you know from a generation ago, literally a generation of people ago. Uh, the controls feel a little antiquated. It's like playing an old um, Resident Evil game. The original few handful of games for Resident Evil, the control layout structure, it's really weird. Uh, yeah, and just real quick, I, I want to point out, um, for just if anybody uh, cares, uh, there was the uh, Transformers G2 game that was going to come out for um, the SNES. It was a Super FX2 game. It ended up uh, not coming out. It ended up becoming another game like Battle Vector or something. I can't remember. Oh, dear. Man, what could have been? That would have been kind of sweet just to have a G2 game in existence. Yeah, I forget the name of the I forget the name of the game, but it it never came out. I've actually never played it. I, I might I might pull that out and play it and say, oh, this this is a Transformers game, but it's really not. This is a Transformers game that you played as a grown adult. Yeah, <laughs> create some new memories with it. Um, you know, I, I forgot to mention the Beast Wars Transmetals game. Oh, we didn't mention it when we touched on it. That also came out for the N sixty four. The N sixty four is one of those consoles that I know I'm going to get hate mail for this. I forget it existed. I mean, it was an awesome system, but it's one of those where it's kind of like a weird footnote. In a weird way, GameCube is kind of like that for me. Like, I had a ton of fun with GameCube, but the second it was gone, it was, like, gone from my memory, like, forever. Um, let's see here. The game is called Vortex, by the way, if you want to pull it out and play it on the uh, Super NES. That's what it turned into? Super FX, yeah. Potentially. That's, it's it's uh, rumored that that was uh, based on that. Mm, what a tidbit. Yeah. Um, so let's see here. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Okay, now we're entering the era of the movie. So in 2007, Transformers the Game, which was based on the 2007 game, um, that came out for PS2, 360, PS3, PSP, PC, Wii. It's so weird, Brian, thinking about games that are effectively seven, eight years old, and they were released on consoles that are still alive and well today. I still can't wrap my head around the longevity of the 360 and the PS3. I, I, I still play mine occasionally. Um, I, I, the PS3, some of the games on it still look pretty good. Like Uncharted, those games look good. Yeah, for sure. So this was the uh, 2007 adaptation of the uh, of the blockbuster movie that we know you all love uh, unconditionally. <laughs> and um, I don't think I ever played this game. I'm going to be honest with you, Brian. When the 2000 movie came out, I didn't hate the movie, but I also had no interest in any media or even or most of the toys outside of the movie. Um, to take a quick tangent, put yourself back in 2007, Brian, and the summer when the first Transformers movie came out, and it was like everywhere, and it was like part of the pop culture for the first time in decades. Where were you like, like psychologically in that? How did you like take all that in? Uh, when the in, in 2007 when yeah. uh, um man I that was it was I was a, that was a period when I was out of out of uh, not collecting 
but it wasn't a high period for me. It was a down period, mm. uh, thanks to um, I'm sorry to say this, but like the Unicron trilogy, pretty much uh, did it for me. Uh, Toy wise, I, I I had bought uh, like cyber, a little bit of Cybertron, most of Energon, all of Armada, but like I, I hadn't. I, there were like holes in my class classics collection that I didn't even fill, mm. which came out you know before the movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I of course was aware, and I, I saw the movie a couple of times, and I bought it on HD DVD, but um, nice. it's not. Yeah, but it's not really uh, God Almighty HD DVD, but it's not necessarily my favorite. Um, it's not my favoriteest thing. Yeah, you didn't. Ju- you didn't like jump in uh, <clears throat> head first into the massive, massive Transformers like marketing scheme that uh, no. year. Yeah, no. good for you. Good for you. So um, I'm going to fast forward a little bit so we can kind of like uh, chew on the good games that came out in uh, in recent memory. But uh, after the 2007 game, as you can imagine, there were various forms of Transformers games on everything for the next few years, um, kind of following along with obviously the releases of the movies. You also had a Transformers animated game sprinkled in there, the 2008 game for the DS um, you had Transformers Prime game actually within the last few years, but what I want to concentrate on, Brian, is the War for Cybertron series, which started in 2010 with uh, War for Cybertron, and that was uh, PS3, 360, and uh, PC. Was that the one that had the Protecticons in it? I forget. Yes. I'm such a jerk. Sorry. Yes, it is. Hello, High Moon. Um, this game. Did, was there a lot of hype? Do you remember? I mean, yes, there's a fair there's amount a of hype. Yes, a ton of hype around Yeah, this. so let's talk about that. Um, well, did it live up to the hype? They're okay games. Nice. In the grand scheme, in the, in, in the sphere of Transformers, they're masterful. In the sphere of, in the sphere of video games, they're, they're pretty good. They're okay. So, so what is it? Is it the combination of like just a good story, good gameplay, and no, like, egregious error? Like, like, what is the combination of things that makes it so high in our minds as Transformers fans? It has a story. Mm-hmm. Not going into, like, any any farther than that. It has a story. It has, it has acceptable gameplay. And it has the, uh, most of the original voice cast, or the voice cast of, you know, that people care about. Done. Boom. Drop the mic. That's it. That's all it takes to please most Transformers fans. Why are we still suckers for the voice actors? I don't know, and I don't care. I mean, you know, there are fans that do a much better job of doing the voices of these characters than the voice actors who originally did them at this point. You know, you know, I, you know I love Peter Cullen, and I love Frank Welker as people, and they seem like awesome people. And by all means, guys, keep working until you drop dead. Um, and, you know, get out there and take every gig you can get, and you can thank us for prolonging your careers or amplifying your careers even more than it normally would be. I love you guys, but one of the things that I, I can't stand is like kind of like how you you touched on it. It's just like this kind of clinging to nostalgia, assuming that nostalgia will work with any fandom, and then the sadness when you realize that is true, that it does work with most fandoms. So here's an example of one. If, if you guys haven't played DuckTales Remastered. Oh, God. Um, do it. But uh, go in knowing that this was like one of the biggest selling points of this game was the voice acting crew. Because it was probably the last time in history that they were going to, that they were able to assemble the original DuckTales voice acting crew. 
And I just want to tell you guys that uh, most of these people are, what, in their 80s, if not 90s? Alan Young is in his 90s. It sounds like it. So uh, I, I don't I, – you know, uh, yes, it, it, it creates like this really interesting footnote in history. Does it help the art? Like does it help the presentation? No, but but for some reason, Brian, we just we just turn into mush when they when they roll out Peter Cullen every year at BotCon or Frank Welker like uh, on a on a fine occasion every rare BotCon. Uh, I don't get it. I mean, do you think that it's just? Do you think that like the voices are one of the critical pieces of our childhood memories? Is that is that the thing that like just brings us back to when we were seven and eight? What do you think? Yes, and I'll say that's why I'm not hostile towards hostile towards uh, Peter Cullen. I'm not at all. I think he's a great guy. He's awesome. Uh, but the fact it's kind of like the Uncanny Valley. Like um, mm-hmm. Optimus Prime was such a big part of my childhood. Not not in the sense that you know oh, I'm going to break down and cry because Optimus Prime died. Oh my God, they killed my father. No, nothing like that. But you know Optimus Optimus Prime had this iconic voice. Peter Cullen. I mean, Peter Cullen doesn't really sound like that anymore. So it just kind of bothers me a little bit that you know that he's supposed to be Optimus Prime, but he sounds like he's Optimus Prime who's aged. Ah, I, interesting. It's just it's just weird. It's just it's it's off. And uh, I I would be fine if they you know they just if they just got Gary Chalk or somebody else to do it. And who, it's just not, not supposed to be the same person who at this point is also a nostalgia play. Uh, that is true. That is true. Um, yeah. Man, we, we live in the past, buddy. When it comes to this property, all we're doing is like referencing yesterday. Um, that That's not bad, though. Uh, I love it. Uh, anyway, and, I, and uh, heck, I'm doing a podcast right now about Transformers, so who yeah. am I to judge? And you're listening to it. And anybody who's listening to this, I love you. But um, I, love you too. I want to remind everyone. Oh, by the way, Brian, thank you for this meaty efficient, speedy, snappy discussion and kind of, uh, I don't know, tour down memory lane of Transformers video games. It's always fun. Um, you said you did pre-order Devastation, right? I did, through tfradio.net slash uh, Devastation, yeah. Ah, what a lead-in. I want to remind you... No, 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 you... slash uh, TF Game, TF Game, sorry. Oh, TF Game. Oh, yeah. reset that, everybody, TF Game. tfradio.net slash TF Game. Yeah, you should, go buy it. you should buy it from our site. Uh, through our site for sure um i pre-ordered it too so you know maybe we can have like a launch week discussion on um what worked what didn't and i want to have like a real in-depth analysis of like all of the transformers games i i still think at some point that's that's worth doing starting off with the very first game and going all the way through i want to do an uh uh, like a 30 minute mini cast on dream mix tf world fighters is what i want to do i never never played that you should we should have we should hold like a Bicon tournament. It did have Optimus Prime and Megatron in it, so it does count as a Transformers game. Let me just tell you, uh, GameCube and PS2. Look it up, guys. Um, TV World Fighters. Yes, Dream Mix TV World Fighters. It was in that weird kind of uh, phase where um, like Sega and a couple of other companies were doing like All Star uh, fighting games to kind of combat the Capcom versus games. So, yeah, so they were just grabbing weird properties and cameos left and right and just throwing them into these kind of like uh, vegetable soup kind of style, beef stew style uh, fighters with no rhyme or reason just because I guess that's what they thought Capcom was doing. 
weren't, weren't quite right about that. But anyway, so um, before we go, guys, I just want to remind you that uh, the show is sponsored by you. That is if you go to tfradio.net, click, click the Amazon link, do your shopping. You don't have to buy anything extra, anything different. But when you check out, some nickels and dimes go into Brian's pocket. He needs them to keep the lights on, to keep the podcasts flowing for free. We love free, and we love you guys listening. So, And by the time this goes up, you know, like first day or so, uh, Amazon Prime Day. Oh, yes. Awesome. Amazon Prime Day. Shop up. But uh, go to tfradio.net, click the Amazon link first, and we'll love you guys for it forever and ever. So uh, for Brian Kilby, this is John for the Minicast. Until next week, we'll see you around. Music provided by bensound.com.